happy Friday, A to Z fam. We hope we're here to start you off with a great weekend here on Keeping It Fresh Friday. And we're just here to talk about just whatever's on our mind, whether it be football, whether it be our favorite ice cream flavors, or, you know, just what's going on in the world. So come tune in and uh, hopefully you guys enjoy. All right, so we have three guest people on the podcast today. Alex is gone. It's just me, Zach. And uh, let's get an introduction from each uh, guest uh, person here today. All right. <laughs> my name is Aiden. I'm 15. Uh, my name's Aiden. <laughs> that's, that's all you need to know. Okay, here. Let's nice. go to the next one. Nice. I'm Ramos. I'm just, I graduated, I just got out of high school, trying to figure out what to do with my life. Mm-hmm. I like music, and this candy's pretty good. And can I say, Zach, I appreciate the bucket of sauces right here. I saw that, <laughs> and that was nice. That was nice. <clears throat> I'm Caleb. I'm 17, and uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have three guests. Um, as you guys know, on Fridays, there's no real script. We kind of just talk about things that are on our mind um, and kind of take it from there. Um, but the first thing I definitely want to talk about, and Ramos, you brought it up, I thought it was a great point because each one of you guys are in different stages when it comes to like education and school and everything. So Aiden, you are what grade right now? Uh, I'm a sophomore right now. That's sophomore, great. so lower classmen. We have upperclassmen, Caleb, and then we have Ramos, who just graduated. So I think it's just a great, like, I think our discussion will be good because each one of you guys is at a different uh, part of school and kind of life. But with that said, all of you guys have been in Revival. I mean, wh- when do you guys start coming to Inland? Like, what's what's your guys' time frame with Inland oh, Vineyard? Inland in general? Yeah. Uh, 15 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and how old are you? 15. <laughs> <laughs> nice. In it from the start. In it from the start. Nice, nice. I, st- I started, like, I think around middle school. I don't know what year exactly that is, but when I started middle school, that's when I started because I remember I went down, and I was downstairs in the – and the whatever you call them, the small class, the small the small classrooms, you know, oh, okay, not like the the small the small ones. Yeah, outside. yeah, yeah. I remember going to those and then moving up to the upstairs where Johnny was leading, and then like meeting everyone and being like, "This sucks" because I didn't know anyone. Yeah, <laughs> and then that's when I met Justin, and then that's yeah. that's where it all just took off. Oh, you're talking about Justin Rubio? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, the yeah. one that really brought me in because he'd always just keep talking to me and bring and like tell me to keep coming, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll keep, yeah, I'll keep going." Yeah. Here I am, about <laughs> seven to ten years later. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. And when did you get connected, Caleb? Um, like when did you start coming to church on Inland? My family has been a part of it for a while. I didn't come, though, until I was like fifth grade, sixth grade. Okay. And yeah, and then since then, I just kept moving on. Up, and then, yeah, here I am now. Okay. That's interesting. Now, I mean, I'm, I was... I started coming here since day one myself. Um, but I think what's interesting is when you guys started um, going to youth group, was Johnny the youth pastor for all you guys? Yeah. When you guys started coming to youth group? Uh, for not yeah. me. Yeah. I did. Oh. It was you. All right. So you're the only one that. No way. <laughs> no, yeah. I, uh, I joined very late. I decided not to for a good while. 
Interesting. I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't even know that. I forgot about that. I could have sworn you were here around when Johnny was here, though. No, but I've been here. Uh, I've been on Wednesday nights a couple times before Johnny, back when Tracy was pastor. Or you oh, pastor. okay, okay. I wasn't there at that time. I didn't know. See, that was my youth group, mm-hmm. actually. So mm-hmm. I was in youth with Tracy because, all right, let me actually break it down. So here's a little timeline. <laughs> So Trav was actually the first <laughs> Trav was the first youth pastor at Inland. When they uh opened up the youth group, Trav was signed on. Yeah, because wasn't it his dad who was the main pastor? Yeah. So Bill planted, um, and Trav was like eighteen when he became the youth pastor. And then after Trav, my dad actually became the youth pastor. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that. So my dad took it after Trav. And that was when I was like six. Um, and then my dad passed it on to Luke Jackson, if you guys know him. Yeah. Um, and then from Luke, then it went to Tracy. And then there's like this like limbo period where this guy named – well, actually, no, no. After that, then it was Steve Goodrich. You guys remember Steve Goodrich at all? He was uh-huh. the junior high pastor. It's really yeah. familiar, but he's redhead, but um, he Last took over minute. high school for a little bit, and then this guy named Josh Chauvin came in, and you guys never heard that name. No, nope. so no, nope. <laughs> we'll come back to him. All right, because he he was only here for like six months because he got fired. What? Oh uh, yeah, dude. He a youth pastor got fired. Yeah, he did some crazy stuff um at the church yeah and so and he was like brought in like he came from utah but uh, anyway so he that, that explains yeah. it yeah. <laughs> can't trust people from utah man so he came in for six months they booted him then they brought back tracy um and then johnny came in and then now i'm the youth pastor can i ask why did he get kicked out um, I mean, there's a list. There's a list of stuff. <laughs> all, right, like, all right, how about like, let me, well, let me about, like just, one or two reasons? Here's the story I always tell people when I talk about Josh Chauvin. And it's just crazy. So, basically, um, <laughs> where do I even start? I mean, um, there was this one time where... I need to put a little context. So he was over youth or he, he, and he was in the process of like stepping into it, but he was also like a worship guy. So he would help with worship and like worship on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So basically, um, if you guys remember them, it was back when Sarah Bush, um, and, um, no, oh my gosh. I'm kicking myself for not knowing the guy's name. Um, dang. Well, people at our church, they were getting married mm. and they had a bachelor party. Nice. And so Josh Chauvin, I don't know if he was totally invited. He might have invited himself or something. Ah, but they were having nice. it in Mexico. Oh, and so that's basically, <laughs> he was like, I'm going to go there on Friday. Um, and it was a multi day thing and then i'm gonna come back in time for worship and so he leaves 
Um, Sunday comes, Sunday passes, nice. no show from Josh. And so at the time, everyone's like, whoa, what's going on? And um, was he like singing or? He was supposed to sing on Sunday. And like, it, I don't know what they did for worship, but it was just like, well, we got figured out. And because they tried to call him like no, nothing. Dang. So ends up, he shows up on like Tuesday or something. And they're they're like, what the heck is going on? Like, where have you been? And, um, oh, actually, hold on. On Sunday, they ended up figuring out that he went to the bachelor party. So they're like, okay, like he's still in Mexico. So they call the people and they're like, hey, is Josh there? Like, no, he left on Saturday. What? So he left Mexico on Saturday night and they didn't show up on Sunday. And no one, so no one knows where he is. So it's kind of <laughs> nice. like in between Mexico and California, he is somewhere that is like he has not answered his phone. So everyone's like, oh crap, like bad stuff happened. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> Mexico and California. Yeah. yeah like. So, so basically he shows up on Tuesday um, and they're like, what the heck's going on, man? <laughs> like we thought you might've been dead or something. <laughs> and he said, this is what he said. He said, I got sick on the drive home i just found a, a hotel and i i like basically slept for like three days i slept until tuesday and then i woke up and came here and everyone's like i respect how long you slept, if you slept. <laughs> and it was just like i mean those like that stuff like that would just happen like i so me I was, this is the last thing I'll say. Um, I was a leader at the time. No, 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 I wasn't a leader. I was a youth wanting to become a leader. So it was kind of like a, like I'm I'm stepping into the role, but I was still in the youth. And he was the the guy at the time. So I remember going to Wendy's and, (laughs) oh my gosh. So basically we get there, um, we get our food and he's like, Hey, I really gotta go to the bathroom. Oh my, like, all right, that sounds good. That sounds good. So I'm sitting there for a good minute. Food comes and I'm like, I'm going to wait until he gets here to eat. Yeah. And I'm serious. Respectful. Like, Respectful. Yeah. Like 20 minutes go by and I'm like, dude, like food's getting cold. You know, Baconator ain't going to be so good no more. <laughs> and I'm serious. At least half an hour passes by before he gets out of that bathroom um proud i think it was more like 40 minutes Dang. but he comes out i'm like yo like what's going on dude and he's like oh like i got really sick and i was like hurling and stuff and it was just like a lot of that stuff would happen where he'd be like oh like i was out of commission for like x amount of time and now i'm good because he looked fine and it's just like some wacko stories that he would tell people um so I mean, that's just a couple, but it just like, he for sure, he for sure shouldn't have been there. (laughs) I mean, he was an awesome dude for sure. Like he was very much like a, um, I don't know. He was very like, take a youth pastor and like dial it up to 10. And so he was fun. But he was just crazy, dude, in the, in the stuff he did. Over the top. <laughs> for sure, for <laughs> sure. So, yeah, that's the, that's like the quick history of youth pastors that have come through. 
Um, and I'm hitting, I just passed three years, so I'm on my way to four now. Nice. Um, Congratulations. Which is crazy to think. <laughs> I didn't know that you, Aiden, weren't in the youth group until I was youth pastor. Yeah, I think it was either um, year of or year after. Dang. It was year after, I remember. Cause mm-hmm. You were still like super quiet into yourself. Yeah, I was... I was little in every sense possible. <laughs> well, <laughs> quite literally. <laughs> Wait, did you come to the equip, like the the rooted one? I was so ready to go to an equip. Mm-hmm. And then it turned to summer camp and I didn't go because I, I was upset. Well, so wait, I, are you talking about the forest home one? Yeah. That was well, the first one you could have gone to. Yes. Um, okay. Because okay, when I yeah, became a youth pastor... Good. The the summer camp right after I became youth pastor, we did the equip where it was at the Harvest Vineyard, mm. and it was the eroded one. So your first one that you could have gone to was the summer camp. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. That's when we went to Forest Home. Okay. Shout out, J. Cole. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I think a good question since we all have history here mm. is. Is it possible to have a favorite memory of youth group? Especially, I mean, Christian, you've been all four years and then some with junior high. Yeah, I think you can. Have, I, I I could have a favorite memory. Really? And that's easy for you? Yeah. Dang. Okay, lay it on us. Summer camp. I, I forget which years all the summer camps were because they're all kind of like, they're all the same place, you know, so it's kind of like hard to distinct which one was which. Fair. But it was the one where we all had the cabin right next to the lake. Uh-huh. I forget, were you in our cabin that, that year? No, I didn't go that year. Yeah, but you but you, you kept hanging out there in our cabin. No, you didn't go that year? Was it summer camp or winter? Yeah, w- winter camp. Winter camp, winter we were camp, by the yeah. lake. Yeah, winter camp, we were by yeah, the lake. So you're talking about the big there. cabin. Yeah, 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 when we had like the bunk beds and it, like, it was like circled around like the room yep. and stuff. That was Johnny's last winter camp. Yeah. Really? Yep. Because I, I know for a fact I was a leader. Dang, that's yeah, crazy. He, he was, Zach was my captain. That was, that was literally months before I got signed on. Because mm-hmm. I remember I was like starting to talk with um, Travis and them uh, during winter camp. And then like, uh, like two months later, they signed me on. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah. So that, so not only best camp, but best memories in there. Yeah. And then second best was... It was either my first or second winter camp. It was like me, Balti. Um, I don't know if you remember him. Aiden, he used to be blonde. Aiden Yace? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I didn't even know. It was a different Aiden. <laughs> yeah, blonde Aiden. Um, he was, a, he was a skater kid. He, yeah, he used to come. He doesn't come anymore. It was back mm-hmm. like, man. There was Is this it. before that winter camp? Uh, no, I think that it was that winter camp because okay. he was there for that winter camp. Okay, anyway, yeah. but there's a bunch of like old people that used to come here, mm-hmm. and it was, I just remember it being a really, really good time. You know, like yeah. one, I remember one night we stayed out, like not stayed out, but like we were outside for a while. We were like just hanging out in the snow. Got chased by a bear. Like, yeah, I was there that winter camp too, and Justin pushed me out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> he pushed me to the ground, and everyone ran past me and just left me there. We still remember that, Justin. <laughs> Man, winter winter camps are always the best. I'm gonna miss those like when I can't go no more. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a favorite, Caleb? My favorite memories are definitely made at the camps mm-hmm. just because, you know, I got to spend like three days with these people that I love, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, 
I don't have a favorite memory, but my favorite memories were made at camp. That's fair. That's fair. And you got one? Um, you'd have to give me a good second to think about one. <laughs> I bet I do. <laughs> well, I think the interesting thing is this. Why are camps, I think it's fair to say camps are usually top tier for people's yeah, memories. Always, for sure. Always. Yeah. Why, what makes camps... Like, it's not just memorable, but, like, imp- I think it's impactful is a better word. Like, why, how are they so impactful? Um, I think I got a good idea and inkling. All right. Um, but, you know, you always go up there with the intention to be with your friends and be with God. And you always try to meet that. Um, so I think that that makes it a lot yeah, for the winter camps, I always feel like. We'll just pause it real quick. Oh, you're on the podcast. Yeah, you get, you get. <laughs> Hi, honey. Did you have? Did you get it? Yes, I okay, did. Thank okay. you. You're welcome. Um, I just need to know if I'm going home without him or with you. Or we'll be done by five. Okay, I'm yeah. so sorry. You're um, good, you're I didn't know what was happening. We can cut it. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you. Uh, okay. So I'm just gonna finish it. I'll cut it right after Aiden finishes, so it's like you haven't said anything. All right. So, all right, I'll just do it when you, right. whenever you want to talk. Um, is he going or me? What's okay. oh my god! <laughs> yeah, right just, when he finished. Right when he finished. All right. So I just think the winter camps are always great because it's like you go up to the mountains, you're hanging out with your friends, your family, and you don't have to. It's like. You lose all your, like, you don't lose all your cares because you still have to go back to them. But, like, you, mm-hmm. you get to forget about them. You get to just mm-hmm. enjoy it. And, like, constantly, because we do, like, worship or church three times a day or service three times a day at those winter camps. So, it's like you're constantly, at some point, facing Jesus there. And it's just, mm-hmm. like, just always a good time up there because you're surrounded by people who are also trying to support you while you support them. And mm-hmm. it's just a, like, just a great community up there, you know? Mm-hmm. I, mean, that's, I think that's all good points. I've always thought that it's like when you remove a lot of other factors, it's kind of what you're saying. Like you're leaving so much behind. And I don't think force is a, like a good word for it, but lack for better words, like it's almost like you're forcing yourself to just focus in on a handful of things. And I think I think community is one of them. And at the end of the day, whether people realize it or not, I think that just has such an impact on them because like they bond with people significantly over those days. Um, And it's like you could spend time with the same person for a week and I don't think it'd be the same because there's so many other distractions or things that are added in when you're with them. So it's just like this like condensed like three days of like all out um, at the camp, which is nuts. And it's not even like, it's like you go there and you're forced to read a Bible. You have to like do this, mm-hmm. you have to do that. It's like, you can go up there. And even if like, you're not coming up there with intentions of like being like, oh, like fully touched. Or like you're going up there just to like, for good vibes. It's still a good time, you know? Cause like mm-hmm. you get to hang out, make memories. And even if you didn't try to go up there for that, you could still go up there and experience, like, God, like, I know that happened to me, you know? Yeah. I went up there just for, like, the good times, people hanging out, you know? And then, boom, you hit that worship, and it's like, dang, 
Yeah, it there is something to it too. There's like there's like this unspoken thing. Without a doubt. The the question I would ask with camps is do you think people have a significantly like 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 a, a significant disadvantage in stepping into a youth group or getting connected if they don't go to any camps? Oh, you said disadvantage? Yeah, do you think there's a huge disadvantage? Like if someone went imagine if you didn't go through any camps winter or summer, like do you think that there's a huge disadvantage? Or do you think it's just like, well, like it's a bonus, but it's not needed? I feel like it could be both, you know? Because it's like, you really, like, because they cost money too, you know? Like, you could always get mm. sponsored or find, I'm sure, I'm sure someone would help you out, but it's always like, they cost money, so they're, always, they're kind of, if you think about it, like an extra thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you like, because you can still experience God, like, at church with someone, without someone like you, like, it's going to happen anywhere. But, like, the winter camps, I think, definitely help, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's like, it's just a good time to go up there, forget about your worries for a bit, and just be... Like you, friends, and God, you know? Like, it's just nice to just let go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll add on, though. Like, I think if you don't go to any camps, it is a huge disadvantage. Just because up there, you're really able to connect with people out a lot more. Like, my first winter camp, I knew Christian. I knew a lot of people there, but I really wasn't, like, close with them. Mm-hmm. But then after that, it's like, like they became like some of my best friends and really that draws you closer. So then like as a church, it brings you closer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think that's fair to say. That's fair to say. Well, here's, here's another question with revival. We ever talk memories outside of camps. What do you think is the best event that revival's ever done? Lock in. Lock in. <laughs> Lock in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is the longest event outside of camps. Do you think that that alone, you think, is the reason why? Because we're just spending, I mean, we're together, what, from like 4 p.m. until 10 a.m.? Yeah. So you're you're in double digits in hours. So what oh, makes okay. locking so good? What makes it so good? Ben, we're just to kick it with the homies, bro, you know? Like... <laughs> That's really it. What what more could you want than that? You know, yeah, is it is it kind of like a sleepover no one could put together? Because in the sense, because there's like what, like last login we had, I wonder if you guys know we had like sixty something people there. Yeah, I remember that. I don't think I went to that one. No, you did. It was the <sighs> with everyone or just that, the. That it, no, no, no. It was, it was the one during pre-COVID. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember. We did Fugitive at night yeah, at like there. 2 a.m. Was it here? Yeah, it was here, man. It was it was one of the biggest events we ever did. I, for some reason, I don't, I don't have I don't remember this. I don't think I was there. Oh man, it was definitely lit. There. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well then, like, describe to me something that happened because uh, I genuinely. Uh, um. It was the Olympic oh, one. Yeah. It was the Olympic one. Yeah, it was that. It was where Ball invited his one friend, remember? And you, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, now I remember. Now I remember. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> that was... 
I just that was the spark. <laughs> yeah, I just remember because I remember I was so just sleep deprived that like whole day. So like I just don't remember anything that happened. <laughs> like I, now that he met Tet that together, like I remember like now I remember. Yeah, that was that was um, that walk-in was right before uh, COVID, actually. Yeah. Didn't both me and Obed bring our PS4s? I did. I know one of you did. I think I think there were two in there. Yeah, cause I, you both brought me because we were out like we were playing Call of Duty, and then Obi would be playing like Fortnite or yeah. like Smash. Well, you this is now I think about it. This is what how we formatted it. So we had the main room, which was just hang out like random stuff, and that was the upper room. Then we had the junior high room, which was video games, and we had we brought in two TVs. And then there's the two screens that are in there. So there's four things running for sure. And then we had the uh, movie room in the portable. And then we had a sleep room. And then we just did games outside. Like the Can-Can. Um, Remember we did uh, Fugitive. Made a Winko trip. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh. That was just good. This is good times. Like 12 people in the back of a van. Like we're all just like sitting there like <laughs> Jordan's like, or who, I forget who he's driving, but they were like swaying it. So we're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was good. Uh, I don't, I mean, we have the, the next lock-in, but everyone's always most excited for that. Oh yeah. And that's a big one for sure. Um, do you think there's an event that is... Like the least eventful. I mean, it, it makes sense if you didn't remember it. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not saying this one's a bad one. Dang. But broomball. Broomball. God's fired. You guys did not score a single point last time. Oh, okay. you're yeah. out. So you're putting yourself outside the circle. Okay. I, I was outside the there's circle. There's a difference between the event sucking the and the team sucking, all right? Like, <laughs> there's a difference. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, I didn't say it was bad. That's literally what I did not say. But that's what I we're just talking said about. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said the least eventful. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. nothing noteworthy during that. You know what? I will say this on podcast. The biggest misstep of that event that we... Because we did this... L- last broom ball the, the one before and after my like, crap i totally forgot to do that we normally have two balls running at once and that's what makes it like where it's even it's more evenly spread out because we only had one ball in play and normally we put in two but anyways um i've never been on, so I, I don't know before we move on <laughs> no. from this can i add on to okay throw some more dirt i know this geez. is dirt. Uh, <laughs> Have you noticed that it's rained every single broom ball? Yes, yes. Someone point. You might have pointed that out. To I me, think it yeah. was me. Zach, yeah. can you schedule a broom ball tomorrow so it can rain tomorrow, please? I want it to rain tomorrow. Oh man, it's supposed to rain tonight. I'll tell you, if it's raining, I'm going straight to Disney. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that doesn't sound that fun to me. It's fun. Itchy, very eventful. Okay, very eventful. <laughs> um, I miss Disney, man. Like, I haven't been in so long. They made so many changes. Like, I'm saying, I'm scouting to get people to go. I've only been to Disneyland maybe like once or twice in my entire life. I'm telling you. See, you guys don't know, but pre-COVID, I would run a squad to Disney every Thursday. I remember because I remember Obib would go like yeah. every week. 
And at, at the peak, right before COVID, we were running like 15 deep Dang. at Disney. Yeah. It like I Dang. would I had to drive the van once. And I, I just loaded people in the car. It was so much fun, man. Oh, and I'm rebuilding. I'm rebuilding the squad. That's <laughs> yeah. all I'm saying. You got to get some scholarships for us. Then. Rebuilding the Frieza Force. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ginyu Force. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's a little bit of revival. We have a little time left. Anything else on your guys' mind? Let's talk aliens. <laughs> yeah, do you guys believe in aliens i don't want to get too deep into this but no i do <laughs> oh yeah i'm gonna be straight up no, no. <laughs> what there's okay. no See, way divided. how we're what divided. do you mean there is no way how okay there is no way that that what? is true like i mean well, hold on why do you say that like what how do you what backs that up yeah where in the bible does it say there's no aliens it doesn't specifically say there are no aliens. <laughs> exactly. But if there are aliens there, wouldn't they be on Earth too already? That is that true. Make, I mean, that, if, that, that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, right. Wait, if there were aliens, wouldn't they be on... The point... I mean, alien means you're not of... Like, well, you're not on then, Earth. Then there are no aliens. What do you... There could be a planet that You haven't has, backed up your point yet. Yeah. There could be a unless, planet... There unless, could be a... Hold on, hold on, hold on. There could be a planet exactly like Earth... And, like, say, like, oxygen has one less molecule, and those humans have to survive off of that that oxygen that's instead of us. Molecule. I don't know. That, that, that I'm just saying an example. Sense, the, like, something, one thing can be different. Molecule. And, like... One less molecule, it wouldn't be oxygen. Okay, you've watched a little too much... You've watched too much Rick and Morty, okay? They're just like, like us, how, how but they're be, pizzas. How can there be this many species of animal on this planet and not be a single species on any other planet? Okay, here. This is what I'm going to say, okay? This is what I'm going to say. So... I am not in the position where I'm like, oh, like, and there's no dirt on Adrian, but <laughs> I'm not in the position where I can be like, oh, like, I know for sure God has not created anyone else on the planet. But this is what I will say. It doesn't, like, what doesn't make sense to me is I, it, in the context that you do believe in God, okay, and the Bible, what doesn't make sense to me is why wouldn't he say anything? Because yeah, we, we're exactly. given the Bible, okay? We're given the Bible, and everything in the Bible is relevant to where we live on earth. So that means, I'm just like, if, if aliens did exist, I feel like that would mean that God would give the Bible, like that would be given to anyone else. Because he says, like, hey, everyone's on the same playing field. Like, everyone has equal chance to go to heaven. Well, who says he didn't give them the Bible? But that the thing is, like, they, like, the Bible is written in 100% context of the earth. You know what I mean? So, where I get stuck is they would have to have their own Bible. That That's what would have to happen. Uh, happen have to happen and i don't know if i can buy in that because that means they would have to have like their own like modified religion but the thing is like we're all supposed to be under the same like the the bible shouldn't be modified okay what about dinosaurs though 
dinosaurs are 100 like like 100 dinosaurs are legit like okay so then like what, what was their bible then you know like he, what if what if they're, they're just, animals yeah exactly what if they're animals. just what if they're just create what if they're like just creatures on other planets so like technically okay, well, what's your definition of alien technically then? that's still technically an alien or a are, living a living creature on a planet is an alien a different planet than earth um okay here's the thing do you consider a plant an alien yeah well i don't know because like that's a living it's thing. a living creature it so technically yeah. so like where do you draw the line that's that's the question like a being that lives eats poops and sleeps so a plant isn't an alien because a plant eats does it poop well, nope. plant well in its own way sleep no. Well, maybe See, not. <laughs> I'm talking like a cat, like a space cow. So you're saying like mammals, yeah, like and mammals. like insects, like space cows, yeah. Like kind of like the movie Alien. Like never seen it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I might be able to go on board with that, but that's kind of a long. Because then it's still. like, well, because it's like you know, how could there be scientifically like? Because I don't know, like I still like kind of believe in science and God at the same time. Mm. So, like, it's like... Well, I think they go hand in hand. Yeah, right? So, it's like if... Like, say there's a planet that has a similar living conditions, because there are yeah. planets that have similar living conditions as Earth, and it's like, what happens if they went through the same thing Earth did, you know? And then, boom, life. Like, what if they're just, like, at this like at the point of life where it's like they're just micro-beings right now, you know? Like, how Earth once was. Single-celled organisms, and they're, like, just growing. Because think about how long that took. Mm-hmm. So it could just be something like that. How do you believe in God and science then? Like, like God never ever tells us about single-celled organisms. Well, God, I never, God never told us about the dinosaurs. Either, I don't so. think he, he technically did. I don't think he needs to tell us about the like. Didn't he give, yeah, he gave us the brain structure. and the knowledge to like be able to do that? You know. I feel. I well, I I I per personally don't think science contradicts the Bible. I think it supports it. And the only thing Thank is, because here's the thing: this this is what I'll say about science. Science, everyone's like, oh, like that's more credible, you know, because it's like facts. But science is only true until they disprove it, and then they make a new fact. And that happened. That's happened like through decades. So they'll have a fact it's and, just a way for man to figure out what's going on yeah and then when they like f they add another piece like oh okay that's not true now like this is what is now and it's con like that is constantly changing now the bible is co constant it never changes and the only thing is like when people start figuring stuff out with science more and more they will like discover things that the Bible has been saying for centuries. You know, that's the cool part. So I don't think science contradicts. I just think if it does, that means science wrong. Like they, well, just have, they haven't science, figured it out yet. Science is just a way for man to feel, like I said, it's just a way for man to figure out like what's happening. It's just their way of saying like, this is why this is happening. You know, like, like why do aliens exist? Exactly. <laughs> why did the apple fall on, what was it, Isaac Noon's head? Yeah. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and what's up? Uh, <laughs> here's, a cool, here's a cool little science fact. Okay. Or, I guess in my limited knowledge of it theory, um, I've heard that there was supposedly a black hole 
Mm-hmm. Or not a black hole. I'm I always mix these up. Uh an eclipse. Okay. On the day of Jesus's crucifixion. Yeah. Which supports the Bible as well. Where yeah. the sky goes black. True. And then there's also um a theory where you can date back earthquakes to find out the date that Jesus did die. Really? Mm-hmm. Dang. You know, Dang. I, I'm not as credible in this because I'm not that smart. But <laughs> I was talking to this. Agree scient- disagree. <laughs> I was talking to this scientist, and this is kind of like spark notes of what he told me. Um, oh, and you're friends with the scientist? Yeah. Well, my wife, uh, both of her brothers are like uh, um, big into like they got like degrees in like science and stuff. Anyways, isn't Sam a rocket scientist? I don't know, maybe. Oh, yeah, he is. So, anyways, um, I was talking to a colleague of theirs, and they said that a huge, uh, like, controversy with science and religion is dinosaurs. Now, the thing is this. They will date the bones uh, based on a way they're measuring how old it is. But he says that they're not accounting for the world, um, for basically the flood happening. Because when the flood happened, there was water over the whole earth. Like it was flooded. And so what that did is because the flood happened with Noah, it made everything look millions of years older. After that. So, because they don't, they're not accounting for the flood. They're like, no way did water, like, flood the whole earth. That's impossible. That'd have to be, you know, supernatural. Because that happened, the way they're measuring it is based on, like, the water and, like, the levels and stuff. But if you think that the flood did happen, it makes sense. And it makes it so it's not millions. It's way significantly, significantly less. So it's stuff like that. When I heard that, I'm like, oh, crap, man. That's nuts. (laughs) And I don't know that, like, he was telling me, like, the way they measure it. And he's like, if you, like, you know, just plug in this equation, then it makes sense. I don't know that stuff. But he basically told me that. And I'm like, that's crazy, man. Yeah, I remember hearing another story like that. Like, they they try to, like, carbon dating, I think is what it's called. Yeah, 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 yeah. that was it. That was what he said. I remember it was, like, they were... They gave, like, someone gave this scientist, like, a skull that they had buried, like, a human skull from only, like, a hundred years ago. They gave it to a scientist Mm -hmm. and said they found it in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. So, they did carbon dating. They're like, oh, yeah, this dates back to, you know, so-and-so many years. It's, like, the same age as, like, the Lucy skeleton or something like that. Mm -hmm. But then they revealed, no, it's only a hundred years old. Yeah. So, then, you know, they started to question carbon dating and all that. So that's why I don't really believe in carbon dating just because they don't, you know, like just because of that. It's like, yeah, well, that's just like it makes me think like I'm 100 percent on board for dinosaurs. Like I think they existed. I mean, like there's physical evidence, you know, you see the bones. So there are extinct animals that used to exist. I just don't think they are millions of years old. I just think they were during uh, like the flood times got on there and then they just got extinct after you know what about the bones though what do you mean like the bones like because if it was a lot sooner wouldn't there be more bones a lot sooner would be a lot more bones what do you mean well, like bones break down though like 
yeah. thing about like erosion, right? You know, that whole thing, like, as far as you know, those bones could have been like crushed or destroyed during the flood. I guess. I mean, I don't know how many there are supposed to be, but that's just what I think. There's, um, there's a lot more that goes into fossilization too. So, uh, generally things closer to wet areas will fossilize better. Mm -hmm. Um, so those things that are washed up into dry areas after the flood, it makes more sense for those to not fossilize as well. All right. And the last thing I'll say is this. I saw, I was actually, this is on a sermon I was uh, watching years ago. And this guy has this, uh, like, it's not fossil, but it's like this thing that was excavated. Um, and it was a print of a dinosaur. I was like, oh, like, this is this dinosaur. And next to it, within like a foot, was like a human footprint. And so he was like, this proves that humans and dinosaurs, like these things we call dinosaurs, lived at the same time. Um, and I mean, science says like that's impossible because dinosaurs are millions before you're humans. Also, dinosaurs would just eat humans out of, till they're dead. Yeah, like, no how would I see how, I don't, I don't see how a human could survive while dinosaurs were alive. Like, if we're talking, like, the big, like, T-Rexes, Velociraptors, like, mm. you don't have a chance. Well, I also want you to think, like, humans, humans are, scientifically, we're smarter than any other species on this planet. That's true. So, we That's could true. outsmart dinosaurs. Yeah, but, like, even if you, we didn't, even we if. We would find a way to survive. Humans have always found a way to survive. Humans are just cockroaches, guess... dude. You know, you know how many times we've been Yeah, but if, like, it's, not like they, it's not like they can build a house because the dinosaur true. would just be like, hey. Knock it over. <laughs> Look, I got a nice five-piece chicken nugget. I don't nugget. know. I didn't know. <laughs> you know? Something. Like, you know what? We used to live till like 700. So anything's what? possible. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, man. that's a whole other thing. But yeah, that's and true, man. That's Old Testament stuff. I'm right going to say no a way. name. I will not elaborate. <laughs> Pickle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. That's true. All right. Well, that's pretty much all the time we have. Um, so we'll uh, see you guys on the flip side. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Keeping It Fresh on Friday. As always, we got to put our respect out to our boy, Hordo Bean. We love you, man. Keep up the support. And if you guys enjoyed this episode, tune in next week for our follow-up. Peace.